Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Diane Callahan, your host of the Lighthearted Life radio show. Today our topic is the idea of fluidity, how to be more fluid and at ease with everything that we have going on in our lives. And my guest today, I'm very excited to introduce my guest. Her name is Susan Goodson, and she is, she's a coach, life coach, but she's also um, published three books and is just about to publish her fourth book uh, with the title of Fluid. And we're going to talk about her, her insights and thoughts about how to become more in the flow of fluidity and ease in our work, in our life, in our personal relationships. So good morning, Susan. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, Diane. I am very glad to be here, and I'm so grateful for the invitation to join you. I look forward to this. This is going to be so much fun. Listeners, you guys, you're getting the inside track on her newest book because it hasn't even been published yet, but it's getting real close. And so, since I, I want to ask you about, like, how did you, where did Fluid, the book, come from? Okay. So, I was working with another coach, and we were coming up with names of programs that we wanted to have for our, our coaching program. And so, I thought, hmm, Fluid, Fluid, I like that. So, I created the word Fluid. And then I put a word next to each one of them, and that would be a month worth of training. So the first month would be on freedom, the second on learning, U for understanding, I for intuition, and D for dreaming. And it was supposed to be a six-month program. So I I took it to my Bible study leader, and I said, hey, check out this six-month coaching program I want to do for women. And so she read it over, and we met for lunch, and, and she said, it's a book. And I said, what? And she said, it's a book. I said, no, 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 it's a program. And she said, Susan, it's a book. You've already got the outline. Now write the, write the internal part of the book. And I was like, what? I don't, uh, well, okay, all right, I'll, I'll think about that and pray about that. And so I went to a friend of mine who, um, who was one of my coaching clients, and I said, Okay, so this is what my Bible study leader said. And she said, that was exactly the same thought I had last night. I said, wow. so two people in 24 hours confirmed the idea. And so I began to sit down and flesh out all of these ideas that I had already written as a program. And every one of those um, ideas became a chapter. And then when I sent it back to my Bible study leader to read through it, she said, oh, I could see this as a Bible study. Do you, and I had questions inside the chapters of the book, and she said, why don't you make that a workbook? So the questions are now out of the book and in a workbook, 
And my friend who's doing the workbook with me is adding scripture to the workbook so it can reference back to the word of God every question that they're answering. This is amazing. First of all, I can't wait until it's out and I'm able to actually hold the book and the workbook in my hand and work through it. When do you you think that might be? Oh, my gosh, Diane, you know how I like to speed things up. You know, it's like, hurry, hurry, hurry. I want to get it done. I want to get it done. The book is done. The workbook Mm -hmm. should be ready to be edited this next week. So um, as we finish that up, we're looking for a publisher. So I'm hoping by the first of the year. um, That's perfect timing. Yeah, I think so, too. But I always like, you know, I'm I'm a make things happen kind of person. And God is like, no, 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 I'm the one that makes it happen. You're the one that, you know, that follows my lead. Don't, don't run ahead of me because I know, I know the timing and you don't. And so when I get frustrated with not seeing results, it's sort of like when you start a new diet and go to the gym and you're like, wow, I hope I lose five pounds in five days. And it's like, no, you don't, you don't quit. But but there is that point where you say, okay, am I going to stay on track or am I going to give up? So yeah. I just got to stay on track. I just got to follow God's lead. So I, I hope by the first of the year. I don't know for sure, though. Well, let me ask you, let's get a little bit deeper into fluid. And okay. So the the S in fluid is for freedom. What Correct. does that mean? How how does how how could our listeners experience more freedom in their life starting today? Well, it it has to do with it, there's freedom from ten things: freedom from other people's opinions, from messages from the past, setting ourselves free from old behaviors, old thought patterns, that critter brain in our mind that keeps judging who we are and what we do. Um, the idea that we have to be perfect or um, the idea that we have to do more, to have more, to be more, freedom from fear, freedom from procrastination. It's just that it's the lies that we bought all along that we're now standing here and going, do those even belong to me? I carried a lot of fear from my childhood that, mm-hmm. that was my mother's fear, but I absorbed it. I took it. And so I lived a life of fear because I owned something that didn't belong to me and I didn't know it. I didn't know that you can take on other people's stuff and say it's yours when it isn't. So it's the freedom from that. How do you, but the, so, and I love that because that I, I, I can feel it just thinking about being free of all those things. I feel like I can breathe more deeply. So, right. Yes, what, what would you say is the how? How do we release those things and be free of them? Well, I think it starts with giving ourselves permission to have quiet time, to disengage with the world. And I know that people are busy. You know, I raised three kids as a single mom and ran a business. I get it. But if we don't learn to turn off that voice inside our head, the voice of the world, 
and move into our heart, which is where the Holy Spirit and the voice of God lives. We're never, ever going to be free of anything because we are bombarded on a daily basis with information that just boggles our minds. So it's like if you have to get up a half an hour early just so that you can quiet your mind and start listening to what God is telling you, you may not have as much sleep, but you will get so much more done because you'll know what you want to say yes to and you'll know what you want to say no to. You'll honor those. You'll honor your yeses and nos. See, I was a people pleaser, so my hand went up when anybody needed anything. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Until God said, stop it. Stop it. You are taking blessings away from other people because you keep stepping into places that I don't want you. There you have it. So I really love what you're saying about And I believe this to my core, too, is that we have to make sure that our, that we are not sort of a vacuum that just gets filled with everything that comes in from other people's opinions, you know, society, social media, the news, all these things. We need to be sure that we are full with our knowledge of our magnificence and our connection to the universe, the creator, God, whatever you want to call it. And and our our inner knowing, our quiet wisdom about who we are, why we're here. And so if we've got that, if we've got that centered like every day, mm-hmm. then kind of like the screen door, right? Because if you leave your kitchen door open, the flies are coming in. But if you leave the door open but close the screen door, you still get the fresh breeze, but the flies don't come in. It's the same thing. It's like if you fill your soul with truth and wisdom and knowledge and good things, then you, you, you will be aware of the right. challenges in the, the news, but they don't have to come all the way in. Right. And, so and you, remain- get to, you get to choose what you, what you digest. You know, you don't yes. have to go to, to a place where they're feeding you something that you're allergic to. You get to say, no, this, I'm a, I, I can't eat that. I can't digest that. So, yes. so the, the more time we spend listening to the things that are feeding us instead of the things that are taking from us or depleting us or robbing us of our peace, the more we get clarity. And, and a lot of this, I, a lot of this happened for me when I started clearing the external clutter in my home. Ah, tell me about I that. Start, I started clearing out stuff in my house that I didn't need anymore. Closets, old jackets, clothes, uh, file cabinets, just there was so much. Now, nobody would know that coming into my house because I had it all hidden behind cupboard, cupboard doors, you know, or closet right. doors. But when you open up that closet door and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to close it. I'm not going to look at it. I'm I'm just going to leave it behind. (laughs) That's what happens in my, in my brain is a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. So as I started letting go and releasing things and simplifying my external life, my internal life began to get quieter. The need for stuff, my need for stuff. Like, like all, I, I see signs that say estate sales. I'm like, ooh, estate sale. And then I stop and I go, what is it that you need? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't need anything. 
I'm in that same situation. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there, there's a lot of uh, scientific research around how your living environment is just a reflection of your internal environment, right? And so change Absolutely. one. Change, they, they, people don't, don't necessarily understand how deeply connected they are. Um, right. Because when we when we fill our homes with extra stuff, more stuff, more, 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 when we fill our minds with more, 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 it's it's a mechanism so that we don't have to cope with whatever the core thing is, right? That, oh, oh, that's but, so spot on. Yep. Yeah. And then, but at some point, we've got to release all that unnecessary stuff, whether it's mm-hmm. material stuff or internal thinking stuff. Right. Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. Yes. So if I hold yes. on to my external stuff, I hold on to my internal stuff. It's it's natural for me to not let go. Oh, I can't yes. let go of that. So if I can't let go of an old coffee mug, how am I going to get let go of an old belief? It goes hand in hand. I feel like hand. going into my kitchen right now. I know. <laughs> and clearing I know. out. <laughs> I want to go back in my closet because I still have more to do. Yeah. Well, ironically, I'm actually sitting in my closet because I have a whole room in my house that is my closet, and it provides the best um, soundproofing. So interesting Mm. there. Yeah, you are in your closet. Oh, no. Um, My husband says, surrounded by all your friends, all my cute (laughs) outfits. Um, So we're going to take a quick moment now to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. So Everyone, I want you to know Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the United States and actually around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all our sponsors and partners. And now we're back um, with the second half of the Lighthearted Life radio show with Susan Goodson, my wonderful guest. And we, Susan, we're talking about the concepts in your upcoming book, Fluid. And so I wanted to touch on a couple more of the concepts. So one of the things, um, the U stands for understanding. Right. And then, but I really wanted to jump into the I, which is intuition. What do you call me? Tell me about, tell me, tell me about the wisdom of intuition. Oh my gosh. I, I have always, well, no, I haven't always, um, we all have that inner voice. We do. Uh, and, if, and if it's all covered up with old ideas and old beliefs and old patterns of behavior, we can't hear it. So, and, and the idea is, you know, are we an overthinker or an overfeeler? Do I, I, I like to analyze things. I like to analyze things because I like to control things. Because in my uh, childhood, I wasn't safe in my environment. My dad wasn't a raging alcoholic and he was an abuser. And so I would try to think my way through things. I'm like, okay, so what does this mean? And then I put a label on it. And, 
And so I could never, ever trust people or God or the universe. But that's Ah. because I... All of that inner knowing, all of that, the voice of the Holy Spirit was covered up by other people's stuff and agenda. So as I got quiet each day, I began to listen. And so I'll tell you a quick story. I was in a Kiwanis meeting about, I don't know, 10 years ago, and I was president of the club, and I was doing a a board meeting at Panera Bread. And this voice came to me that said, buy Gail a loaf of bread. And I'm like, "Uh, excuse me, I'm in the middle of a meeting? Could you not be talking to me right now? And the voice just kept coming. Buy Gail a loaf of bread. So I'm having this double dialogue. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm leading the board meeting, but I'm also having a talk with myself and God. And so I said, mm-hmm. you want me to go just like buy a loaf of bread and put it in a Mary Kay bag and hang it on Gail's door? Is that what you're telling me? And it's like, yep. So after the meeting, I did that. I thought, this is crazy. She's going to think I'm nuts. Her father had recently passed away, and she shared that with me. So I go buy a loaf of bread. I buy a sympathy card, and I leave it on her door. Well, two days later, she calls me, and she's like, oh, my gosh, Susan. Thank you for the bread. She said, "My somebody brought us dinner that night, but no one brought the bread. And oh. we got to break bread over my dad's passing because you brought bread. Well, hello. Uh, I, all I was doing was listening to that voice. And we hear it more than we want to admit it. But, yeah. it, also, but it makes so. us, it's like people are going to think I'm crazy. And the voice says, I don't care what people think. But, but what if they think I've lost my mind? Then go ahead and let them think that. We have that. It's, it, we're born with that. But mm-hmm. oftentimes we don't use that. Even children, children have that. You know, children can walk into a space and go, something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Their innate intuition is alive. But the world mm-hmm. says everything's fine. You don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. So we shut it down. And right. then we get older and we go, where did it go? And it's there. We just have to peel away the layers of the lies so that we can hear it. You well, know, it's how do you feel when you hear that small voice? How do you? Right. Yeah. When, you know, like when the hair goes up on your arm, it's like your body is telling you what you already know. Listen. Yes. Listen. And that, that idea, that concept of listening, it is a practice. It's something it is. that we have to practice. And, and we do that. We start by carving out, as you mentioned, a little chunk of time in each 24-hour day to just be. To just, uh-huh. you can be in prayer. You can be in meditation. You can just sit outside and enjoy hearing the birds singing. But just be, because that slows your rhythms down and gets you in the practice of mm-hmm. hearing that voice mm-hmm. or hearing your knowing. Mm-hmm. And we're so, our culture is so in love with over busyness. You know, I mean, you ask right. anybody how you're doing. If you say, hey, how you doing? Busy, busy. That's the answer. And that's not an answer. <laughs> it's a sad answer. So, I mean, it, 
having important things to do and people who you love to spend time with is wonderful. And, but some people take it to this whole de- other degree. It's kind of like the clutter in our home. It's the clutter in our calendar. We're so busy. It's a coping mechanism. And I it is. It and <laughs> it's, it's okay. become an addiction. You know, we let's say somebody in our life is sick. Um, let's say, you know, a friend of ours just passed away and it's too painful. I'll fill my calendar mm-hmm. rather than feel the feels. I, I don't want to feel that. So I'll, I'll like fill the, all my addiction to doing steps up and I get triggered and I lose sight of the, of the need for quiet because I don't want to feel the pain. I don't want to address the pain and I don't want to look at it. And I think God is saying, go ahead. No, you go ahead. God is saying. I think God is saying everything that every emotion that I've, I've ever given you, every part of you, I see, I know, I hear. You do not have to deny your humanness to be alive today. That's part of honoring me. That's part of honoring God. It's like saying, this is so painful, I can't stand it. He's like, go quiet. Don't yeah. fill your days with food, alcohol, drugs, and stuff. Go quiet. It'll pass quicker if you acknowledge it. You know, what we, whatever. What we resist persists. Exactly. So if I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to feel that, then you're going to, it's going to, it's, you're going to put it inside and it's going to, it's going to fester inside and it ends up becoming a dis-ease in your body. Ease. I like that. And, and all the research po- points to that. So it does. I think that the takeaway for listeners is that the starting point for this kind of um, ease to have, having this kind of fluidity and ease in your life is to, Chunk out a little bit of time each day for that quietness. That's your. That's a, a great starting point, right. so that you can, you can experience it regularly, right? And um, and fill your thinking with positive things, so that you're not susceptible to all the not as susceptible to all the negative things that get thrown your way. And then as you do that, more and more. You will want more of that quiet time, number one. And number two, you'll be able to fill your thoughts even when you that was and you hear that little voice. And so it's a practice. Like everything that I teach in my, my speaking and coaching, and you do too, it's a practice. And by being a practice, it means that we can get better. We can mm-hmm. start, start somewhere, anywhere. And it might be uncomfortable, rough, weird, whatever it may be. But as we practice listening, being quiet, respecting our own inner knowing, it, beca- it comes to the fore, you know. It becomes yeah, our natural way. Yeah, it becomes more natural. And, and it's, a, it's a decision that I make every morning to surrender. I surrender. I consciously say I surrender to this. I don't argue anymore with God and the universe. Well, I can't say I don't argue anymore. But, you know, if it's like I'm going to go do this and something happens, I don't argue with that anymore. It's like, oh, okay, well, obviously that's not on 
that's not part of the plan today. So if I'm driving down the street and there's a detour, I don't get out of my car and scream at the people because of the detour. I just go to the right. Well, if I have plans and something changes, for example, my husband and I are flying to New York tomorrow to see family. If there is a delay in one, with one of the planes, I just have, I've surrendered that. So it's like, okay, I guess there's right. something else going to, what else is, what else is on this adventure that God has for me today? Because my need to control my world made me resist every bit of change that was coming because it scared me. So now I right. lean in and go, oh, okay, so if that's not the way we're going, what way are we going? If that's not, you know, if I go to the drive-thru to get a milkshake and they don't have milkshakes, okay, then what are you going to get? Oh, I'll get an iced tea. Okay. You just move <laughs> with the flow of life. You just go with it. It's like, okay. You just open up your hands and whatever God has for you, you lean into that and trust that. Because it's the resistance. It's not, it's not what's happening. It's our resisting what's happening. I completely agree with you on that. And you have a very powerful story to share about when things change. Um, and you, you mentioned flying to New York tomorrow. Well, you had an amazing event or an amazing change that kept you out of New York on 9-11, 22 mm-hmm. years Mm-hmm. Do you want to share that? Can you briefly just not, I, or, or actually, I could tell me if I get this right. Okay. You were planning to be visiting family in New York on this day and had plans to actually be on the top floor of the World Trade Center because you had never been there before and you you wanted to see it and it was going to be a great adventure. And then strangest thing happened. Was it, it was your son, right? Who was, it was, it like, was Joe's son who worked in a yes. gym in Century City. To fly anywhere. Yeah. Is correct? But they had to be used by the end of July that year. Right. And so as you were planning your fall activities, you had been thinking about going to New York, but then you thought, free ticket. Let's go to New York in July and see family and do all the things that we had planned to do because the tickets are free. And that's what you did, correct? Correct. And what happened to that person who gave the, the tickets to Joe's son? He never saw her again. He only saw and her on those that, two days where she offered the tickets and gave him the tickets. He never saw her again. He didn't even, he didn't even get her name. And then the airline that you're flying on is no longer Vanguard. even Vanguard. It's it no went, longer even service. It went bankrupt six months later. So the world, God, the universe, our creator had a different plan for you. He did. And, and I could have yes. thought it. I could have yes, said, that's what I was no, say. <laughs> we're going we had plans for the 15th, free tickets, that's fine, but we're going on the on 9-11 because we've got a, a reunion. But see, God yes. speaks to me with, with the language, if free is important to me. So when God says it's not going to cost you money, I'm like, oh, that's right. my language, or it was my language 10 years or 20 years ago. You know, because right. we were struggling financially. So if it's if we get free tickets, are you kidding me? I can't say no to free. 
<laughs> right? my language. And you know what, Diane? I, when I think of what happened on 9-11, I think of the woman that served us coffee upstairs at 10 minutes after 9 on that Tuesday morning because it was a Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock that we were on top of the World Trade Center, just not in September. There was a right. woman that was doing inventory in the gift shop. I think of her. I think of the woman that came in the bathroom behind me to put in more paper towels. I think of those yeah. people. They were all there doing what they were supposed to do. And, yeah. and because, I, because I was obedient, we got a second chance. And that doesn't mean that, and I, I love that. And I just, I want to just say this, you know, for listeners, it doesn't mean that those who were there doing their jobs were disobedient. They were obedient. They were doing what they, they had signed up to do. Absolutely. And they, just like all the first responders as well. They were doing it was what all they, part of a of a yeah of a divine plan, and you know yes. we don't ever we don't know when our when our time is we don't know that, and that's why it's so important that the life that we live is as joyful as possible, because yes. you know that could have been our last day, and God said no, right. and for some it was, um, yes, and and we just don't know what that when that day is. And what you said, that it's important that we seek out meaning and joy every day. Don't put it off until after this happens or I lose 10 pounds or I get this job or we pay off this debt or whatever. Every day is your choice mm-hmm. to, be, to live in meaning and to live in joy and to live in connection with people. So our show today, it went by so quickly. I say that every time. Susan, real quick, if people want to get in touch with you to learn more about your coaching or your books, how can they get in touch with you? They can reach me on my email, which is sgoodson, G-O-O-D-S-O-N-M-K, at gmail.com. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram, so they they can find me. And are your books available on Amazon or? It is going to be available on Amazon. Um. And I will let everybody know. I'll let you know. I'll put it out on social media when it's ready to order. Yeah, it's Wonderful. very exciting. And I just, you know, I'm right there with you, just moving with the flow of life. Moving with the flow of life. I love that. Mm-hmm. So let me say thank you, Susan, for being my guest, for sharing your wisdom and your, and your experiences with me and with all of our listeners. And I actually want to say a special thanks to our listeners, too, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, and on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It is always my host, my host, my pleasure, pleasure to be your host of the show. And I wish for you a wonderful and lighthearted week and life. Thank you for listening. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, 
collaborate and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.